Welcome to episode seven of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB edition. My name's Taylor Ringle. My co-host Griffin Warner is here. Griff, what's going on? Happy Easter to you and happy Easter to our listeners and also happy Passover to our rest of our listeners as well. Happy, happy all the holidays. Uh, I'm doing great. It was a, a good weekend. Baseball's it's crazy, man. The ups are up, so far up, and then the downs are so far down. Um, but, you know, I, I'm pumped. Uh, our show went one-on-one in our best bets on Friday. I'm happy to say that order has been restored and that I was the winner. So I am now one game lead, two and one, all dogs, mind you. So uh, I think that's that's worth it and profitable for all of, all of you out there. Taylor, I think Zach Eflin wasn't so great for you, no. uh, but I had I lost the previous day in the Phillies, so I get it. Yeah, the, the Eflin, I was out, you know, I was at work at my other job and I'm uh, watching a bunch of the Yankees and Mets, which we'll get into the Yankees and Mets a little bit with our uh, news and notes section of our episode here. But I'm looking at the line. I'm looking at the line going into the Philly game. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, you know what? I missed betting before. So I did a live bet when they were down by like one or two. And I was like, all right, you okay. know what? We'll get into this. And then. It just went off the rails. Eflin just did not get, was not good. The whole lineup has been poor. The Phillies have struggled the last couple, uh, last couple days offensively. So, what do we, what do we think about the Marlins? Uh, are they maybe not the worst offense in history? I never said in history, but I'd say that they weren't great leading up into the series. I mean, nothing's worse than, um, the Yankees. They were, they were very, yeah. I'll let you get to the Yankees in a second. The Marlins were very cold that first. West Coast swing for them. I don't know why that would be weird, but I guess it was. Uh, but they handled the Phillies. That was one of my big surprises of the weekend. But why don't we get into, uh, I, I guess, our weekend news and notes. Uh, I'll let you lead it off. The Yankees just can't score, Griff. It, this has been a very embarrassing weekend in Baltimore. Baltimore going in, one and five, getting rocked. Offense, their lineups are super cold. You know, they have talent. But the Yankees pitching has been spectacular. Right, the bullpen's been very clutch. Matt King, Lewisica, uh, Lipke. You can mention these, some of the younger kids. They were all been. What about Aroldis, man? Aroldis, man. Come on. No. So I'm at work Friday night. Uh, I also work at WFAN Sports Radio here in New York City, and um, we, you know we covered all New York sports, but especially our number one team to support and, and cover is the Yankees. And I'm in a room, I'm in the studio with like five other people in Griff. We are sweating. It is the eighth game of the season, and we are sweating because the Yankees can't score. And Aroldis Chapman decides to throw a three and two slider with the bases loaded where it doesn't Oof. even come any Oof. close. I mean, look, it, you're a baseball guy. People are listening. They're, they know baseball. Three, two, two outs. You have to give them something to hit. Throw a fastball. That's it. It's playing he so was so bad against the Jays, too, on Thursday, I think right after we recorded. Yeah, and Matt King came out clutch, that, that game-ending double play, which is oh huge. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. With, with Vladdy on deck. Okay, we're going We're going way too long. Uh, Yankees can't hit. That, that's your saying. I'll, I'll let you in a little bit because I'll, I'll be brief with mine. Uh, Joe Madden walking Corey Seager with the bases loaded what early in, in the a game. world, man? Incredible, considering especially he was the last one to do it in 2008. I'm sure you've heard all the stories, everyone that's listened to this. you probably heard everything more than you even need about it. I just think Joe Madden and the Angels in general, I just don't like them. I think they're really overrated. Every year they're expected to be good, and Mike Trout never really delivers. He's hardly on the field. 
And I think fading Shohei Otani is like a great idea this year because I just don't think he'll ever support the price. He was really good in the first start, and I really like him. I just feel like they're well, so guy, overpriced and they're so bad. The guy just hit two home runs, though, Otani. I mean, he, he's a great hitter, sure, but like when he's scoring those two runs or he's knocking in the two runs but they're giving up seven, I mean, it's not going to do it to, enough for you. And I, I, I'm looking forward to being against – both of these teams, the Yankees and the Angels, as we go forward. Uh, and so with that said, I uh, also want to kind of tease our, our best bets coming end of show. Uh, just a reminder, uh, I was 1-0 and last last episode. So we are 500 as a podcast, but I'm sitting 2-1. and one. So, um, And I'll let Taylor get on this eventually. But uh, first, I'll, I'll start with Monday games, which we actually have a pretty full slate. Uh, most we of these do. teams it's are nice. playing the full week, which is great. Um, but we're going to have some, some kind of scary, meager Mondays going forward. So for now, enjoy it, but we're not yeah, sure. It's gonna enjoy what we long. can enjoy what we can. So first, first game is the Arizona Diamondbacks still on their East coast swing, visiting the Washington nationals. Look like Madison Bumgarner at Josiah gray and his home run problems. Uh, I got currently <laughs> the Nats a minus one thirty six favorite. Um, any interest in, in back in the snakes? I'm not sure that I have it. No. Um, and, and it's, you know, we've watched Baumgartner throughout his career, and he's always been Mr. Reliable for the majority but of the time. But this signing years ago was clearly a money deal for Baumgartner. He's got his rings. Um, I'm going to go with the young kid, Josiah Gray, here, see if he can get a shot against the Snakes. I mean, he's really good. The Dodgers really liked him. He just gives up a million home runs. Uh, moving next to it, I think this is going to be a great matchup. The Giants visiting the Mets. Uh, Alex Cobb at Tyler McGill, currently McGill, a minus 121 favorite, which I got to say, anytime the Giants are underdogs this year, besides maybe against the Dodgers, but even some of those, I'm really looking at them because I think they're very good. Alex Cobb's, his mile per hour, his his velocity was Unreal. way up. Unreal. Way up. Dude, Go ahead. I don't want, I'll, I want to save some information towards the end of the show here. Oh, okay, hint, hint. Okay. So, but I, I, I am very impressed with how Cobb is, is played so far. The fact that he's increases miles per hour up a few is definitely something better should should notice when they when they see Alex Cobb on the mound. Cobb was the guy, you know, Griff, you know, guys letting up bombs left and right, leading the leading the league in home runs allowed in Baltimore and just getting rocked. But now he's hitting 97, even 98. So going forward throughout the season, definitely keep an eye on Alex Cobb when he starts. But the New York Mets are hot. They had the best rotation in baseball, and Tyler McGill, who opened was opening day starter for them in Washington last week. I'm going to pick the Mets on this one. Uh, I got to say, Tyler has been awesome uh, to start this year. He's been great. Uh, definitely was, a, I think, a bet on him against the Phillies. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, very happy about that one. But I, I really like the Giants. I think that they do really well in this building. I've actually, oddly enough, seen this game happen twice in at City Field. The Giants come in and they won both times in different years, a long time ago. But anyway. Connor um, Gillespie. Really, that's all I have to say. Connor Gillespie. I, that's all Connor I got to say for Mets. Every Mets fans know who that is. Okay. I mean, I, I got to say, I do love Alex Cobb. And I thought he was really good in Tampa. So I think he's just rediscovering that with more velocity, which is great. And I don't know how you add that. At a, at a later age, I don't know how you get more more speed. But uh, I'll move on to the, the, the Pittsburgh Pirates visiting the Brewers. Zach Thompson and Eric Lauer. Currently Lauer, a minus 170 favorite. Um, Pirates got a win today, but I'm not sure I want to back them much this year. This is just a boring pitching matchup. I don't know. I don't know if like anybody else is going to agree on that. It's just boring. You know, it's why do just you a, hate Eric Lauer so much? He's not. He's not terrible. He's not terrible. It's just like, is this going to lure? Like, am I going to get persuaded to, to be watching the Brewers and the Pirates 
at 7.40 on a Monday night when I can go watch, you know, I can go watch San Diego play in like two hours after that and go watch and bet on them or even Kershaw, which we'll talk about them in a little bit. But if, if I'm going to be a betting man on this, which I am, I'll be betting the Brewers on this one. Yeah, I, I don't see any interest in the Pirates. Uh, next, we go to NOLA and the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, they're visiting Chad Cool and the Colorado Rockies. Uh, currently, Nola's a road favorite, minus 155. I'm not a believer in Aaron Nola. I'm looking to bet against him as a favorite. Wow, really? I, I don't. I don't like Chad Cool nor the Rockies enough probably to do it. But that that Rhodes trip to to Miami was gross. I mean, Philly, the Phillies were dog in those first two games. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I'm I I not, think not not good. I think this is a you know a lot of teams. The people are listening. You'll you'll understand if you've been betting baseball for a while and watching baseball as a fan. Certain games early on in April mean more than you think. After a kind of an embarrassing road trip in Miami and how the offense is kind of – there's been times where the offense last week has shown things, but, I mean, we're having errors. We're having key situations not scoring runners. This is a big game for the Phillies just to kind of pick their pick their spirits up. I think Nola's going to get it done in Colorado. You know, we all know Colorado's not the safest place for pitchers to pitch, but – I'll be picking Nola here, who's definitely at the track I mean, record. he is a great pitcher. We know he has it. He's, he's been up in his K rate, and I know he's been getting better. Uh, I just losing three out of four at Miami when they were swinging the bat so poorly is, is pretty sad. And a definite big warning sign that's going off, flashing big fluorescent colors. Uh, next, we go to the Reds visiting the Padres. Nick Lodolo off a really poor first start, but has high expectations. At Sean Manaya, who's been really good despite having lower velocity for the Padres. Uh, currently, Padres minus 162 favorites, so pretty big. They're playing on Sunday Night Baseball right now. Uh, I don't know if I can trust Lodolo until he shows that he can actually survive at this level. Yeah, I think this is a pretty easy pick here. Um, I do have to give a shout-out to myself. Griff, oh, here we go. Okay. Uh, my rookie of the year candidate, Hunter Green, Cincinnati Reds' best pitcher, shoved in his last start. I do want to there say a lot that. of hundred mile an hour pitches. He That's threw, I think, twenty eight or something, something like that, hundred miles per hour or higher pitches. I just want to say that I am feeling pretty confident with that. But if you want to go back to this game in particular, I, I want to do. Uh, you know, I think the obvious choice is to take Sean Manai here. Okay, next we'll go to Atlanta visiting the Dodgers in Chavez Ravine. Uh, currently, Waskar Yunoa uh, visiting Clayton Kershaw. Currently, Kershaw, minus 185 favorite. I like the, the Braves. I don't know that Yunoa was very good in the first start. I don't know if I'm calling them to win this game. Uh, but I I mean, I am a little bit scared to go against the Dodgers one, Clayton Kershaw too, especially after a big start. Uh, but I like the Braves. I think they can be competitive. I think I think I like them a little bit more now than I did entering the season when we both picked the Mets to win the division. Not that it looks bad so r- right now, but I think Atlanta might be a, a feisty underdog because they have pretty low expectations despite being a, a World Series team. What do you think? I think this is going to be another Kershaw W. What we saw last week in his last start was unfreaking believable, throwing perf- beyond perfect start, 80 pitches, 12 or 13 strikeouts, whatever it was. Um, he was lights out. It was like old Kershaw. I can see him continuing. We will definitely be seeing a pitching limit early on in the season. I had a weird feeling that he was going to do that. Dave Roberts was going to pull something like that early on. It was very bizarre. I don't agree with it, but that could be a whole episode in itself. 
but I am going to be picking Kershaw and the Dodgers minus eight. 185. Oh my God. I must have okay. Yeah. Well, now, now move to AL while you work out your, your maps. Um, yes, I'll work it going out. Dylan Bundy at Rich Hill in the Patriots day game at 10, 10 central, 11, 10 Eastern time, AKA early before noon baseball, probably going to be 45 degrees and you can Love barely it. see the, the ball. Uh, Dylan Bundy at Rich Hill, currently Rich Hill minus 135 favorite Red Sox started the series pretty poorly, but bounced back and, Handled, I guess, a disappointing series in the Bronx, and, and they're off to an okay start so far. Rich Hill was pretty good in his in his first start. I don't know if I really believe it that to happen. And I think we've said this about Dylan Bundy before. It's really hard to know what he's going to do. I like Dylan Bundy though. I do. I I do. I do like the him in the Twinkies. Rich Hill is. God, I feel like he's like been pitching baseball for like forty years. The guy's so freaking old. I'm gonna go with the Twinkies here. You know they know okay. what kind of what repertoire Rich Hill has. Looping, even though ball. without Buxton, I, I still think they're gonna come out on Patriots Day, kind of ruin the day for Boston um, and the Red Sox. I mean, I don't know if it would ruin the day. It's still a pretty big day around that that area. But uh, oh yeah, I feel but bad ruin the game. I, I feel bad that uh, Byron Buxton's already hurt, but I, I think I said that was. Uh, it bothers me. It bothers it's, me. It's, it's really sad. I, I wish. I mean, freak accident too. Should have just caught a pop it, up. It, didn't it look like he like he broke his toe? It, it looked like I, we don't, it was such a freak thing. It went so fast. I wasn't even sure really what it was. Still not even while we're doing this live. But uh, it looked like he kind of jammed it. Just yeah. when I hear they're getting an MRI, that's serious. And it was negative. Thank God. But it's it's still it's just like you know. I think I've said it before, and I'll keep saying, like, when healthy, this guy can be an MVP candidate, 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. It, he is like, I don't know, man, but have you seen an athlete like this for a team that Okay, okay, has... okay, love love affair. Okay, we got to move on. Uh, well, well, hold on, hold on. Not... This is, this, we're having a little discussion real quick. I just want to ask you, this is right, good, for, 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 for betters, man. They have to understand, if you're going to be betting on the Twins, you have to understand that, you know, you could be risking your money betting on if – Byron Buxton's in the lineup or not. And I do have confidence in the Twinkies in this game, but I'd have more confidence if Byron Buxton was in the lineup. I think they can do it, but, you know, I mean, not ha- it kind of sucks. Sure. Underdog, I get it. Um, and that's fine. We can, we can stick here for a little while. Uh, it, it's I think I was interested in the Twins on Saturday with Sonny Gray before he left with a hamstring injury. I, I think I think the Twins are, are a power team, and that fits really well in the Fenway ballpark. Um, it's very small. I don't know. I just I, I'm I still am a big time seller on the Minnesota Twins bullpen, uh, and that's I think going to be really hard for them to go into yeah. Boston and get a win without a bullpen really behind Dylan. Bundy. We'll see. We'll see. This this next this next game, White Sox Cleveland here. I, um, I kind of like this this matchup. It's kind of a little um, could be interesting. Two guys that we don't know what their role is going to be if they're starters or relievers. Yeah, uh, Dallas Keuchel at Tristan McKenzie. Currently, Keuchel is minus 105, so it's about pick them each way. Um, I don't really like that Tristan McKenzie came out of the bullpen on opening day. Um, it, he wasn't really sharp. It was a cold day, but that maybe that explains a little bit of it. Dallas Keuchel looks past it, uh, I got to say, but he was underdog for a while at home against the, the Mariners early in the week. The, if the White Sox are going to be dogs in this game, I, I really like them. I, I feel like the – the Guardians are, are not a team I'm afraid of really at all. I mean, how often are we to be seeing this year that the White Sox are underdogs? You know, how often is that going to happen? Not many times. They when they, I think when they go to the top of the AL and top of NL potentially in early play, but I mean, maybe the Yankees, the Blue Jays, probably yeah. the, the Rays, maybe, maybe the Red Sox. Rays, maybe. That, 
but like, and, but also this Astros. Ro- this rotation is so banged up early on. It's kind of it just sucks, you know. And I guess we'll, we'll it, depending on who's on the bump, really, for this White Sox team, we we might see more underdogs than than usual going throughout the next month or so. But I I kind of like the White Sox. I agree with you. When you give the White Sox underdogs, I mean. That lineup's tough, tough to resist. They they have some they have some dudes in that outfield that are huge, really good, really fast. Catch the ball, which is scary, but they hit the ball a long way. What do you uh, go to go to the what, next one? We'll, we'll go Angels with Michael Lorenzen, uh, who had a pretty good first start. Those against the, the Marlins on the road, uh, and they are visiting the Astros in Houston. Luis Garcia on the mound, currently minus one forty seven uh, favorite. So pretty good sized dog on on the Angels. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of just got through saying I don't believe in them. So even as an underdog, I'm not really that interested. How about you? Yeah, uh, when you go into Houston for um, an Angels team that's really inconsistent, like we talked about um, in our news and notes, talking about how uh, the Otani game and walking the see you in the base loaded. But besides mm-hmm. that, I think I'm going to go Garcia in this one. Yeah, I think the Astros are off to a good start. Um, they seem just as good as they always have been. Maybe, maybe even better than expectations had them. Uh, next one, Orioles, penultimate of this round. Uh, Orioles at A's in a battle of two teams trying to lose. Watkins at Frankie Montas. Uh, Montas is a minus one eighty-two favorite. Might be the biggest you'll see the A's all year, but they've been playing pretty well considering their expectations. Uh, playing Toronto really tough and taking the series in Tampa in four games, three to one, incredible. This is just a battle of the, of the, you know, dumpster fire squads. But with that being said, I'm going to go Orioles here. Orioles oh. coming off kicking ass, you know, kicking the Yankees ass at home. I know they're going all the way to Oakland now, but, you know, Watkins is not a bad pitcher, man. He's He's got some talent. Montas, of course, is a is going to be a trade candidate soon. Shit, it's going to be fucking – Already is. Already yeah. is. White Sox are looking at him, but – um, I'm going to go Baltimore here. I know that's a stretch and they're not going to hear me say that too many times this year, but I, I, like I don't think it's bad at all. I mean, it's, it's a little bit of a long shot, but I mean, yeah, a little those bit. Get, those pay, those pay out too. Uh, Plus and I would say that going against bad teams who are big favorites seems like a good idea. Um, uh, I'm not sure that this one's for me just yet though, but I'll be looking to Watkins. I'm not sure what the S in front of Watkins for his first name actually is last but not least, uh, interleague, <laughs> we have the Rays at the Cubs. Shane McClanahan and that nasty fastball slider changeup, whatever combo he has against Kyle Hendricks, whose changeup was all over the place last time. And if he's not really, really perfect and accurate, he struggles. Currently, the Rays are a minus 140 favorite on the road. Um, I'm not backing Hendricks. I, I would like to back him at some point this season, but I need to see him throwing the ball where he wants to first. Yeah, Kyle Hendricks is your prototypical ground ball guy. He does have a way of striking out guys for some weird reason sometimes throwing 80 poo, but I do like Shane McClanahan in the Rays in this one. Cool. Uh, well, I think without further ado, it's time to get to our best bets. Uh, I'm going to lead us off. Yeah. Woo, woo. Here we go. One, one last week, sit 500, but uh, I'm in the lead. And uh, with one, one game advantage, I'm going to go, I'll lead us off because it, it should be, you know, first in the clubhouse should do this sort of thing. Uh, right. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take those White Sox. I really like, I don't love Dallas Keiko. I'll put it that way, but I, I love that lineup. I, I love the bullpen. I don't think the Indians, or excuse me, the formerly known as the Indians put a dollar on in the swear jar. Uh, the guardians are just not the, not the team I was expecting 
them to be this year, or excuse me, the, the, what the market expects for the Guardians is for them to be a, a playoff contender, in my opinion. I just don't see it. I don't think they're good. I don't think they're trying to be good. I think Tristan McKenzie's going to be all over the place. Maybe he strikes out guys for a couple innings, but has some really, really wild innings as well. Um, so I like the the White Sox right now and basically a pick them. Uh, and I might even go play that after this podcast. How about you? One thing from that series, I do like that pick, your best bet there. Stephen Kwan, Stevie Singles. I oh, love yeah. that kid. That kid can mash. I mean, Keiko might get roughed up. Anyway, is- my best bet <laughs> is Mets, Giants, Tyler McGill. He is 2-0, zero ERA and 11 Ks. He played, you know, of course, the Nationals are kind of an easy win, but the Phillies – with that kind of lineup, he dominated 76 pitches. They're keeping his pitch count low, but I am definitely all for – I'm on the Tyler train. I'm in love with this kid. Choo-choo. Seriously, man, I'm in love with this kid. He's pumping 98-99 versus the Mets. I mean, versus these last two games, and this is a big test for him. So I'm going to go with the Mets here and Tyler coming out with a big W. Okay, uh, so I'll sum it up for our best bets we have. Taylor going with Tyler, Taylor, Tyler, uh, right. with the Mets minus 121 on Monday night. I'm going to take the White Sox. So I'll, I'll give minus 105 right now. Dallas Keuchel on the bump. Uh, you can you can follow us also on Twitter. Drop those before we close out. Uh, I am the real underscore G Warner. Hit me up there. Anything you got, any time of night, I'll probably be up and ready to respond. Over to you, Taylor. You can follow me at Taylor Ringold, T-A-Y-L-O-R-R-I-N-G-O-L-D. I am tweeting baseball 24-7. It is my life. Unfortunately, I have to do it because I actually love doing it. And if you actually follow me now, it, it might be annoying. But guess what? Get used to it. This is another episode of the RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition. We will see you kids on Friday. Good luck betting this week. We got a lot of baseball to cover on Friday. We will see you then. Peace.